Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy, Real Estate, and You. I'm Liz Recchia, Government Affairs Director for the We Serve Realtors, a local realtor association serving West Maricopa County, Southeast Maricopa County, Pinal, Cochise, and Santa Cruz counties in Arizona. And this is your quick update for today. We Serve is still interviewing candidates running for local office. Last week, our Cochise chapter interviewed candidates running for city council and mayor of Sierra Vista. This week, our West Valley chapter will be interviewing candidates running for Peoria City Council in the Mesquite District. Look for the We Serve Realtors candidate endorsement list on our websites, weserve.realtor and www.weservegad.org. Remember, our candidate workgroup asks questions of candidates and evaluates responses against the very narrow background of the We Serve legislative policies. Use the candidate recommendations as one tool in your educated voter tool belt of decision-making when you go to the polls in November. On August 31st, the Arizona Realtors hosted our annual Legislative Caucus. The caucus is held each year so that members from around the state can join together to listen to the state legislative update for the immediate past session and discuss issues the Government Affairs Director Matthew Connorelli might be able to address legislatively at the state level next legislative session. We Serve Government Affairs prepared for this important opportunity to impact and influence the Arizona Realtors 2023 legislative agenda by bringing specific issues of concern and our suggestions for solutions to the discussion. Here is a list of concerns we brought forward. The Homestead Act. With the changes made to the Homestead Act taking effect in January 2022, We Serve has identified a few concerns and provided these solution suggestions. The problem. Title companies are now liable if they do not find and disclose all judgment liens, even if the lien was not recorded. Our suggestion? Eliminate title company liability for not finding legal but unrecorded judgment liens. The problem? Potentially bankruptcy discharges prior to 2022 may need to be reopened so the judge can confirm each debt that was discharged, even though Arizona bankruptcy law at the time of discharge did not require that action. Our suggestion? Declare all discharged bankruptcies are closed with no liability or need for reopening in order to confirm the original pre-2022 discharge ordered per Arizona revised statutes. The problem. With the new Homestead Act came a change in lien priority. In the past, a mortgage on real property had priority over other liens, no matter the date of recording. This provided security for the lender knowing the mortgage would rise to priority position ahead of credit card, car, or other types of loans. As of January 2022, lien priority is dictated by date of recording. That means a March 2022 mortgage loan is now behind other judgment liens and old liens attached in date order automatically. So a home loan today is lower priority than a credit card or other judgment lien from several years ago. Our suggestion, reset the mortgage priority to pre-2022. The Wholesale Buyer-Seller Law. Through this new law, two new definitions were created for people assigning a contract, wholesale buyer and wholesale seller. When assignment of a contract is performed, the correct and long-standing terms are assignor and assignee. 
It also requires buyers with the intention of assigning the purchase contract disclose their intention in the purchase offer. The problem. Wholesale buyer and wholesale seller are common terms in the marketplace. They do not mean only an assignment of contract. Wholesale refers to their type of business model. These buyers purchase or control properties at discounted prices and sell the property at a discount from full market price or assign the contract for a fee. They serve the same purpose in real estate as they do in the commodities markets. The new law has introduced confusion into the marketplace by creating new definitions for existing terms. Additionally, Arizona law already declares all contracts are assignable. Best practice for someone intending to assign a contract is to make an offer with the phrase and or assignee. The vast majority of buyers using the assignment tool do exactly that. It is possible the new law may create more harm than good when coming to the tool of assignment of contract. We service concerned the tool of assignment may not be available or be very limited in some situations. Two examples, a buyer passes away prior to close of escrow and a major commercial or residential development that assigns the contract to its own LLC. If a buyer passes away prior to the close of escrow, the contract is still enforceable. The buyer's estate may not be able to close that escrow, and one solution is to find an assignee for the contract. This will prevent further delay in closing escrow and allow the seller to move on with their plans. A seller who is concerned about contract assignment can always make that part of their terms of contract, a statement from the buyer on intentions to assign. That is and always has been an option to sellers when they negotiate terms of a sale. As part of that terms of sale from a seller, a seller may wish to require an assignment contingent on the seller's approval of the assignee. Another example is an investor who contracts for purchase but assigns the contract to an LLC the investor is a member of. This is a frequent occurrence in the development world. Our suggestions. Delete the phrases wholesale buyer and wholesale seller. Return to the correct, commonly recognized and legal terms assignor and assignee. Require as or assigns language if the buyer intends to assign the contract. Recognize assignee and assignor as proper legal terms. Allow parties to contract or negotiate assignment of contract during the course of escrow. Determine if an assignment of contract to an entity the buyer owns or controls is prohibited. Arizona allows buyers and sellers to negotiate terms of contracts that best suit them. Continue to allow individuals to craft their own solutions. Provide education to property owners and buyers, educating them as to their rights and responsibilities in crafting a contract. The State Housing Work Group this work group was created during the last legislative session to discuss affordable and workforce housing in Arizona. WeServe will continue to bring attention to housing issues and solutions in our geographic area. In addition, WeServe has offered AR data information and market context as they participate in these discussions. Property Lien Recordings The Problem Frequently, property owners may not realize a lien has been recorded against their property. 
This is a favorite tactic of scam artists, but sometimes a property owner may not realize an action has been taken and a legal lien has been placed on their property. Our suggestion, provide for county recorders to send notice of a lien being recorded to property owners. Definition of institutional buyers. The term institutional buyer is becoming synonymous with big, unfeeling, hedge fund, corporation, or iBuyer. The problem, increasingly the angst against institutional buyers purchasing property instead of owner occupants has increased. As prices rise, institutional buyers are able to outbid a workforce housing buyer. Additionally, some government programs prefer institutional buyers such as 501c3s, government entities, or hedge funds over individual owners. This problem became prevalent during the 2008 crash and has been increasing since then. But in Arizona, not all entities are large hedge funds, iBuyers, or corporations as people think of them. Most are LLCs or S-Corps owned by one or a few people who self-finance the purchase of property for rental or rehab purposes. These buyers rarely outbid homeowners because they have an ROI and cash flow requirement. But they do hold their properties in S-Corps and LLCs for legal and tax reasons. Most of Arizona's residential rental property is owned by individuals or small group investors in an entity. By defining them in the same way as a hedge fund, government, or large institutional buyer, it will be increasingly difficult for them to help provide rental housing. Our suggestion, if for some reason it is absolutely necessary to define institutional buyer and regulate their ability to buy and sell property, do not include small and individual investors in that definition or limitation. Preference for institutional buyers, the large entities, governments, and 501c3s to purchase owner-occupant housing instead of individuals planning to reside in the property has been increasing since 2008. When the government wishes to promote a new housing policy, credit, or solution for distressed property, they announce preferences for these entity and government agencies in the name of providing affordable or workforce housing. Yet frequently, they are able to outbid individual homebuyers for that property or in some cases are able to make offers before individual buyers are marketed to. The declared intention is to provide affordable and workforce housing. Our suggestion, eliminate the city, county, state, and federal housing policies that lead to entities being preferred over individual homebuyers. These homebuyers become discouraged and have little understanding of why they are not able to purchase, but an entity who says they want to house individuals can purchase. The definition of abandon. The problem increasingly we service seeing a definition of abandoned property first put forth by the Cleveland Fed during the 2008 crash being written into city ordinances. That definition was subsequently adopted by HUD about 2012. The definition states property with property tax paid in arrears with a property lien or a property with a notice of default on a mortgage or deed of trust is deemed to be abandoned. For most of us, we understand abandoned relating to physical occupancy, caretaking, and use. With this new definition, every property in Arizona would be deemed abandoned because we pay our property taxes in arrears and a lien automatically attaches to the property. In addition, the loan on a property is a private contract, and that contract contains two parts. 
what happens when the property owner pays back the loan, and what happens if they don't. There are clear processes within the loan contract and in state law. By this new definition of abandoned, both the lender and borrower will be deprived of protections under state law and contract law. Our suggestion? Legislatively declare this new definition of abandoned is not acceptable in Arizona. If you were able to attend the caucus this year, I hope you found it informative, fun, and educational. If you were unable to attend, remember to watch the announcements from AR in July of 2023 to learn when and where next year's caucus will be held. Here are a few activities you may find interesting. CAP is offering a CAP University free of charge on September 29th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. This is an introductory overview of the CAP system. WeServe has created the City of Maricopa Sign Ordinance Task Force. If you have had your open house signs taken without notice in Maricopa, please let us know and maybe you would like to join the task force. ADOT has opened the public comment period for the proposed expansion of I-10 from Wild Horse Pass to Casa Grande. On September 20th, there will be a virtual public meeting so you can ask questions and learn more about the project. If you reside in or work in Casa Grande, the city is asking your input for changes to the city website. This is your chance to help guide the upcoming website improvements. The next government affairs meeting will be on October 12, 2022. Also in October, we will have a morning of update and information from ADEQ, the Arizona Department of Environmental Quality, and from Representative Debbie Lesko. Watch for an upcoming three-part podcast series on MAG, the Maricopa Association of Governments. We will discuss their regional planning, resources, social services information, housing, and economic data, and maps. You can learn more about these and other events at www.weservegad.org. We Serve GAD, advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.